0: Hello and welcome to Chapel Chats. I am your guest host and podcast producer, Tabby Fitzgerald. In today's episode, Chaplain Hannah Adams Ingram takes a moment to not only discuss death, but also the upcoming holidays related to it and the history behind them. She discusses Halloween, All Saints Day, All Souls Day, and Dia de Muertos. Hannah talks about how death is a scary thing and encourages us to take a moment to reflect on life and death. She also invites us to join her in the chapel on November 2nd at 11 a.m. to light a a candle in honor of those we miss. No matter where you are on life's journey, you are always welcome in our chapel chat.
1: I had my first and worst panic attack a year and a half after my friend Karen died. We were in college. It was weird because that seemed like a long time after loss to experience physical side effects. But sometimes our bodies have a hard time processing information, especially death. Especially death of a 21-year-old. We were only 21. No one is supposed to die when they are 21. Or 16. Or 35. Or 65. Honestly, it's hard to decide where that line is that death somehow becomes okay. That line in which we decide, oh, they have lived a good life. Or, oh, they are gone too soon. I don't know that we know where that line is. Death. Loss. Grief. It's all baffling to us. Meanwhile, it is almost Halloween around here. And, oh, I'm not trying to start... A podcast episode about Halloween fun was something so sad, I promise. Except, I mean, we we know Halloween can be dark, right? We all know that those of us who like the darker things of life like Darker colors, we get to resonate with the darker parts of the world. Don't have to hide amongst false cheeriness on Halloween. You can wear dark colors and pride. You can decorate your rooms and houses and scariness and spookiness for a whole month if you want to. You can watch horror movies, psychological thrillers, and really bask in... Dark culture for a whole month. So, what is going on here with Halloween? The answer is rich and exciting, at least to a religion and society nerd who loves to study this. And that's who you're listening to right now, lucky you. (laughs) I grew up in churches that were ambivalent about Halloween. To be ambivalent about something means we hold mixed feelings. That we're not totally against and we're not totally for. We kind of hold them both. So the churches I grew up in were ambivalent about Halloween, and that's fairly common. My family went trick or treating, and we did dress up in costumes, but we dressed up as fun, cute things. I think one year I was a Eminem. Uh, I was Dorothy for Wizard of Oz. I think I was Eve at a Bible costume party. (laughs) But nothing scary. And our church had harvest parties, not Halloween parties. It was like a harvest fall party. We just also wore costumes and got candy. So it wasn't a complete animosity toward Halloween, just an ambivalence. You'll see that at a lot of churches. It's this idea that we can partake in some things without taking in everything. Which is, itself, the story of Halloween. The story of changing cultural customs. Let's run it down real quick. There's an old Celtic Gaelic festival called Samhain. For the record, it's spelled S-A-M. H-A-I-N, but it is pronounced sowin This holiday marked the end of the harvest and the beginning of the winter. Go back in time with me, if you will, in your imaginations, before electricity. So, before widespread lighting and heating. Winter was a little bit Terrifying. Winter is coming, y'all. Winter meant the nights were longer and full of terrors, and the cold meant more illness and more death. Sometimes supplies wouldn't last through the cold months, which meant that the weakest, likely, would not survive the winter. Not everyone would survive the winter. So while there are some people who love winter today, the hats and the sweaters and the sledding and the snowmen and the cocoa, you have to remember that winter is a lot easier to love in the 2020s than it was in the Middle Ages. So during Samhain, it was thought that ghosts and spirits could move between worlds easier which is the connection to death. As Christianity spread, however, holidays emerged and merged and influenced each other. In fact, Christianity has always been influenced by the wider culture, especially around the holidays, because people have always loved and have been drawn to making sense of the world through rituals and Holidays. There's something compelling about participating in something with your whole body rather than just believing in something. If you can't get people to give up their holidays, though, then maybe you can add some different religious meaning. So if people are already celebrating but are sometimes called pagan holidays. And we want them to celebrate church or Christian holidays. Maybe you can braid these together. That is how culture changes. So the church already had something called All Saints Day. But there's indication that it moved from May to November 1st after the intersection with groups that recognized Samhain. All Hallows' Eve is the night before All Saints' Day. Remember, something hallowed, hallowed, is sacred, holy. You might recognize this word from the Lord's Prayer that goes, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. So, what is All Saints' Day? Some of you will know this holiday. It is a day set aside to celebrate all the saints and the martyrs of the church. Eventually, we also get All Souls Day on November 2nd, which was a time to celebrate all those who had gone before, saints and non-saints alike. So this is most common in Catholic churches. But there are Protestant churches that celebrate these days as well. Particularly the Episcopalian Church or other denominations will observe it at times as well. So we're back to Halloween. And are there any other holidays this week related to death and loss? Ah, yes. Dia de Muertos. It is theorized that the Day of the Dead celebrated in Mexican culture actually goes back to an Aztec ritual. This is also a day to recognize and honor the dead, even communing with those who have gone before. Is it a coincidence that it is also celebrated in early November? Nope. Historians think that it was once celebrated in August. But again, to fit with others recognizing death in late October and early November, it may have morphed together with All Saints Day, which again had attuned itself to Samhain. Whew, lots of morphine. Okay, so this week has a lot to do with death. Let's go back to the story I shared at the beginning of this episode. I truly believe that the anxiety that I had to deal with in counseling Was my body finally coming to terms with the pain I had been avoiding? Fear and terror about death and dying. And I'm not the only one. In fact, it is perfectly human to fear death. Our job as humans, as a species of animal, is to survive. Which is why holidays like this develop. Death is scary. Why? We don't understand it. It is mysterious. We're not sure what to do with it. Do we have theories and beliefs? Of course we do. It is a core Christian belief that death is not the end. That we don't know many details about what that means. And it has been a common belief throughout history, in many cultures, that the division between life and death has fluid moments, times that spirits linger, or the inexplicable things accompany death. Even in a world in which science explains a lot, it doesn't explain everything. And so, we deal with the mystery and the scariness in other ways. We use our imaginations. We create scary movies, haunted houses. We try to make it into a game. It is theorized that the origin of dressing up on Halloween was thought that if you were wearing a mask, maybe a spirit wouldn't recognize you and would instead Leave you alone. But Christians have other sorts of complicated views about death. Because they believe Christ triumphed over death, celebrating the dead themselves, or even ghostly spirits, is complicated. That's why churches get a little weird about Halloween. And that's not new. Christian efforts to soften Halloween in the United States date back to the Victorian Puritan days. People were told to do away with the scarier elements and instead just celebrate fall. Harvest parties. But there's still space in present-day Christian ritual life to acknowledge the dead. All Saints Day and All Souls Day. But the focus of these skews towards celebrating people's legacies and how they taught us to live rather than emphasizing their deaths. However, death is a reality. And to avoid talking about it risks us avoiding thinking about it. And if we refuse to talk about it or think about it, we may find less productive ways for our anxieties about life and death to escape. So what can Halloween mean? Especially for those of us in the Christian tradition that believe death is not the final word, but still feel anxious about it. Here's my idea as a fun way forward. Go ahead and have fun on Halloween. If you believe death is not the end, that death is fully mysterious and even a little bit scary, one way forward is the old adage to laugh in the face of fear. We celebrate Halloween because there's something reassuringly human about playing instead of despairing. The fact that our bodies waste away after death is straight-up terrifying. But a dancing skeleton is hilarious. This doesn't have to go against our faith as Christians. We come from a long history of merging traditions with other Christians or non-Christians. We learn from each other, and we move forward. We do it all the time. We could talk about it with other holidays, too, as we get closer to those, like Christmas. But here's what the Christian tradition adds to the story, adds to what we know about death. 1 Thessalonians tells us that we are not to despair as those who have no hope. We do have hope. We have hope that death might not be something we have to fear. I think that takes time, though. If you're not ready to die today, that does not make you someone with no faith. It just makes you human. Like I said, we have complicated feelings. That's okay. But the answer is not to pretend like we have no fear or that death will not happen. Find a way to deal with the reality that we have complicated feelings. And if dressing up as the undead will help you laugh in the face of fear, well then, there are worse things. In the next week, you'll have opportunities to reflect upon death and life and how those intersect with each other. I invite you to pay attention to the customs of others and if you're invited to participate in a custom that is new to you, I hope you consider accepting. We learn so much from and with one another. Next Monday, you'll find me in the Student Center Atrium with a table set for All Saints and All Souls Day. And you can join us for a chapel on November 2nd at 11 a.m. to light a candle for those who you miss. However you mark this next week, know that the human experience of making sense of death looks a lot of different ways to a lot of different people. And that is okay. I pray that wherever this journey takes you, you would be blessed with the assurance that you do not walk alone. Amen. This podcast is produced by Tabitha Fitzgerald and Colin Sanders. It is recorded in the Center for Technology Innovation. The music is High Ride by Blue Dot Sessions.